Hey. What up, what up? It's your favorite couple, the, the Coopers. Coopers. I'm Kelly. Kels. And I'm Damon. Boyfriend. And welcome to Intentional Connections, the podcast. The show where we talk about how to stay together on purpose. Dive in with us every Thursday as we talk about parenting, communication, money, sex, fun, and lots more. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hello, hello, good people. Hey, hey, hey. We want to welcome everyone. You have made it to Intentional Connections, the podcast. Yes. I am Damon Cooper. I'm Kelly Cooper. She's better known as Kels. Y'all can call me Coop. We kind of go sometimes by Kels Coop or D&K, but we're so excited to be with y'all, and we're more excited that you decided to tune in. How you feeling about all of this? We here. We about to do this thing. I'm feeling so good. Like good. just a minute ago, when you was like kills. I was like, "Kills yeah. in the building." Oh, is that oh? Wow. Did I take it back? And here we go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is what's going on. Um, I'm glad you're feeling good about all this. I'm feeling great about this. Are you? Um, I think it's gonna be good. I'm so excited to share with the people. I'm excited too. That's for sure. That's I'm excited sure. to do this with you as well. Yeah. But let me say one thing. Okay. What's that? You gave all those names. Okay. But what about boyfriend? Oh, okay, I probably call people. you boyfriend more okay, than I say listen, anything. Listen up. Here's here's tip <laughs> one to start off our podcast. Make sure y'all get used to hearing that because that's her name for me, y'all. Yes. That's what she, that's what she calls me. That's what I'm gonna forever be for her. So yeah, that's another one of my better known as <laughs> is good old boyfriend. So you write about that. You write about that. Yeah, and then I'll kind of like go into why as we tell our story. For sure, which leads us into, you know, we wanted to start this thing off by just giving you a little insight into who we are. Like, who are these people? Why are y'all listening to us? Why are we doing this? Wait, 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 wait. But before we go there. Okay. First. Okay. Let's just let the people know we're not professionals. Oh, no, <laughs> not at all. Listen, I don't know nothing, guys. I know a little bit, but I don't know nothing. We're just a normal couple. Normal. Who just out here trying to live life. Living experience it to the fullest that's it travel have fun loving on this lady <laughs> loving on me loving on you y'all ready <laughs> but we really just want to be able to like provide a space of motivation and inspiration for other couples to you know maybe learn from our experiences right, or right. help us through their experiences and right. the goal is for everyone to stay together on purpose that's for sure that's for sure our, our road definitely wasn't ideal uh, but we know now that it was necessary to go through that road for us to be here today. So we're just trying to share our stories and our experiences with you guys. That was good. We want to give you a little bit of tips, a little bit of insight um, that hopefully can help you guys. You know, one more time, we're just a regular couple. Ordinary people, guys. We're just a regular <laughs> couple. We grow through things. And um, we decided that we just wanted to add to this world of love mm-hmm. and committed relationships by Maybe giving a little tidbit for somebody that might can help them along the way. Yes. So, so we're love people. Intentional connections, guys. The yes. podcast, we're here. And you know, I'm gonna kick it off. I'm gonna start okay. off by telling the good people about Mr. Let us know a little bit Damon about Cooper. You. That would be me, guys. Mr. Damon Cooper. What can I say? I'm an East Coast guy, right? <laughs> I feel like all my introductions in this world start with I'm an East Coast boy. And that's because <laughs> I currently live in Texas. <laughs> People used to say, where are you from, right? And I always used to say, Virginia. <laughs> so then they'd be like, oh, what part? Uh, Virginia Beach? Because, okay, here's the deal. I'm actually from Portsmouth. Yeah. P-Town, <laughs> 757. For all my good people out there who know it, then they know it. For everybody who don't, hence why I said Virginia Beach. Because they'd be like, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Virginia Beach, Hampton, Norfolk, Portsmouth, Chesapeake. Hampton Cities. Roads. Hampton Roads, that's me, okay? <laughs> I got one sister, my oldest sister. I got one younger brother. Um, all my family, we grew up in Portsmouth. I guess now when I look on it, you could kind of say it's a little country town. But I didn't feel like that growing up. I just felt like I was a normal person, right? You could say I was the, the smart guy, but then the cool guy, or trying to be cool. You know, high school, how that goes. I did the sports thing. Baseball was my thing growing up. Little League, Cavalier Manor. Shout out Cavalier Manor. <laughs> um, so all of that happened. And then uh, me and my mom up and moved to good old Maryland, DMV, 
DC. <laughs> I feel like I made it, y'all. I feel like I went up one step, one state to one of the coolest areas <laughs> in this United States, in my opinion. You Home know what I'm saying? Home of the go go. Long live Chuck B. Mm. Um, but again, I was a little Portsmouth guy from Virginia. I didn't know nothing about no go go. I didn't know nothing about no DC. I had a few family members, some cousins that lived up there in Maryland. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to go up there. I finished out my, my high school. And then becomes college times, right? But, you know, we're going we gonna to dive into that in a little bit because <laughs> that ties in this lovely lady here with me. But, um, you know, just a little insight about me. My family was a very... You got to make sense. You got to do things the right way. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Don't do dumb things, right? Um, me and my sister to this day, we very quick to be like, that's dumb. <laughs> so part of my growing up was um, to learn how to be the nice guy, how to be the right guy, mm. how to do the right things. And that leads over to my relationships too, right? Of course, I had my girlfriends growing up. Middle school, high school, you know. She was about to say the names. I know, I know. I, know. I don't want to call them out. I want to do that. They know who they are. Uh, but um, it was good times, right? I, I was always told to treat women right, um, to be a gentleman. Shout out to my aunt for introducing me at a young age. She had a, she had a beauty salon, a hair salon. I'll never forget this. And one of the first lessons I ever learned of being a good guy, right? Being a gentleman was um, you gonna work in this salon and you gonna be the little boy who opened the door for the ladies when they come in. I want you to take their coats and put their purses up and ask them if they want water. I want you to sweep up the hair. So I got that part going on in my life. And then my mom, shout out my mom. Um, my mom and my dad divorced when I was a very young age. We still live in the Portugal. My, my mom lived around the corner from my dad. So he was still around. But my, my grandfather was a big influence in my life. My dad was still there as I became older and got through my high school years or started beginning my high school years. Um, I started connecting with my dad more and, and trying to get that male influence in and those, those tidbits from him. I will say if I had to put something in a nutshell, it's that my upbringing, my raising was solely in part to a group of ladies mm -hmm. i'll put it that way right and i thank god for that right i feel like that added a different side to me that i might not have received and that a lot of males might not receive they might have got it the other way it might be raised by a whole group of guys that you know built that toughness up in them now don't get it twisted there's no no softy over here ain't now no. All right ain't no ain't no <laughs> punk stuff going on over here now um it just it just made me a well-rounded guy right? I like that. Then here comes college. But before we go into <laughs> college, I'm going to let Kels over here just tell us a little bit about herself. I'm Kelly. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, 314, since you caught up 757. Wow. <laughs> Throw loop. your L's out. The I'm loop. from the loop and I'm proud. Oh, okay. here we go. Yeah. I was raised by my mom um, and you know, my dad and my mom married when I, I mean, before I was born. From my mom, I have my sister. From my dad, I have three brothers. And I also have a stepsister slash bonus sister as well. Right, right. Even though my brothers and my stepsister, we all have different moms, we all have our own relationship. And so I think that's pretty cool. My, I come from a big family. Wow. <laughs> Understatement of the year, people. Big my mom's my mom's side of the family is huge. My grandmother and grandfather had six kids. My mom's the baby. Mm -hmm. And it was five girls, one boy. And everyone has kids who now have kids and some of those kids have kids. So it's, crazy. it's a lot of us just on that one branch. But then my grandmother had eight siblings. And she and her siblings raised their daughters or their children sure. 
like brothers and sisters like they used to all live on the same street growing up so my mom was already like really really close to a lot of her first cousins so then they know her kids and her kids know their kids and mm. it just kind of keeps going fifth sixth seventh cousins <laughs> and we don't know them people <laughs> we do i come from a big family on my mom's side my dad's side of the family is not as large it's full of love and warm and fuzzies for sure <laughs> my dad had one sister my granny and my grandfather um was a big part of my life um I feel like there's times that my grandmother and my gramps uh, stepped in and helped my parents out when we needed it. But in the house, it was me and my sister and my mom uh, for a very long time. And the three amigos. <laughs> and, you know, it, it became this like we all we got type of thing. Right. right. So um, we grew up in the church. Um, church girl. Don't hurt nobody. Ooh. We used to sing in a choir. We used to be a part of Sunday Me school. Too. We used to do the Easter, um, the Easter speeches. All that good and stuff. We used All that to good do stuff. dances in church. Like yeah. we grew up in church. And my father is actually a pastor. Listen, we know the Lord, guys. <laughs> we do. We know him. We do. We definitely do. So we definitely have a religious background. Grew up, you know, with that foundation, and I and I appreciate it. So I went to a. Uh, visual and performing arts middle school mm -hmm. so I know you always talk about my family like especially me and my sister oh my god <laughs> we'll sing you down listen <laughs> listen if she keep asking me to do that little dance perform that little song in the middle <laughs> no I'm not six and I don't want to I'm not gonna do it I come from a performing family like it's performance, uh, performance aspects on my mom's side and my dad's side. So it's like instilled in me. They can't sing though, guys. They and, can sing for sure. But, I, but it's more than singing, singing, acting, dancing. Like it's just a part of who we are. And so that's what we did throughout, you know, church right. and school. Um, my senior year in high school, my mom moved to Atlanta my second semester senior year in high school because she wanted to do something different. Right. So she moved to Atlanta, but it was my second semester of high school, so I can't just leave. I'm trying to graduate with the people I've been going to school with. I stayed with my dad and my sister's um, best friend until I graduated. And then once I graduated, I went to Atlanta with my mom. Because my mom had now seen something different outside of St. Louis, right. my mom says, you need to go to college. And I said, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Of course. Well, I had already graduated high school. Of course. Like, no. we haven't had this sit-down call. Now, she did have a blueprint that she says that included college, but it, she always used to say school. Right, And I right, just took right. it to be high school. Right. And it was go to school, get a job, get married, then have kids. Uh, gotcha. That was her order. That's how she wanted things to be. But you knew be. that college was out there after high school, though, right? Um, I knew that it was out there, but it wasn't something that we talked about. Fair enough. I had one aunt who went to to school, had her degree. She was a teacher, but it wasn't something that we talked about or pushed really. Sure. And so it wasn't on my mind. So when she said it, I was like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? Even though I had friends that was going to college, it just didn't, I just didn't know it was something available for me. One of my favorite cousins. He was in the military, and his girlfriend at the time was going to North Carolina A&T State University. Oh, here we go. North Carolina Agricultural, Agricultural and Technical, and State, Technical University. State University. Aggie. Aggie. Pride. Listen. <laughs> NCAT. I don't know if you get to see it, but okay. Um, and she, was, she told me, she was like, come visit me for a week and see if you like it. If you do, you should apply. So I did. I liked it, of course. And um, I went to classes with her all week. I just really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, her, the group of people that she was around. And I was like, okay, this is something different. But, you know, I can try to do this. Sure. So I applied. But I applied in the summer. School starts in August. So they said, you can come in January. <laughs> so got you. so got I worked you. for the remainder of 2001, the summer and fall. And then... January 2002 was the beginning of me having to figure out life. That was when I met you. Dun, dun, dun. Listen, I didn't meet you day one, though. It wasn't day one, but the point is, <laughs> the beginning of our love story, guys, starts at the beautiful 
North Carolina Agriculture and Technical State University <laughs> in Greensboro, North Carolina. That is where Kells Coop started to form and we didn't even know. We didn't even know. We also don't know right now to this day where, how we actually met. It's like a constant yeah, debate. Know. It's a jury. Because it was umpteen years ago. We're not going to tell the people <laughs> the a... years of graduation. <laughs> One theory is that we met in the cafeteria. Right. Or the calf. It makes sense to me. That's where you were working at. I was not working there in 2002. Oh. I did eventually work there, but I was not working there in 2002. Because remember, it was a trailer. I do remember. Shirley used I to do be popping. I remember that for sure. That's one theory, which is, I believe is what you believe. I believe his roommate at the time, Kurt Flirt, is what we called him back Kurt then. Kurt Flirt. <laughs> I believe Curtis was coming to Marrow Hall to hang out, not to hang out, but to get his hair braided by one of my really, really good friends on campus at the time. And she asked me to come downstairs with her because his roommate was with them. And so, you know. It does me. It's two dudes and you go downstairs. So this is where I thought, I was like, I went downstairs and there was Damon. So then you know how you, okay, I'm going to talk to you while she's talking to him and they figuring out the braiding situation. Don't, don't make it seem like it was a, you know, afterthought type of thing. You it, walk, I didn't come down. You come down, you knew. I didn't In your come, eyes of eyes bruh. that your world was going to be changed <laughs> forever. <laughs> I definitely did not come downstairs knowing that I would be sitting here 20 years yeah, it later. It might have took about 10 minutes. Oh, gosh. You know what I'm saying? So I go downstairs, and there you were. We talked. We kicked it. Um, that semester, we became really, really good friends. However, you want to say the however? What's the however? I don't know what you... Damon I, had a girlfriend. I have no idea. Damon what. came all the way to college with a girlfriend. Hey, listen. Listen. Let's rewind. Don't send your kids to let's college rewind. with a girlfriend. I just explained to y'all how my upbringing was <laughs> that of women. <laughs> women, women, women. <laughs> and I, uh, I had some girlfriends growing up. And yes, my senior year of high school, of course, I had a girlfriend graduating. And I mean, we weren't going to the same college and there was a such thing as a long distance relationship. That's a real thing. People do that now. I mean, hey, why not me? At 18, though, I don't know. We could talk about that I'm another grown. day. I am grown. That semester, um, our relation, our friendship, I would say, just blossomed. But it was like everyone. We all used to hang out. And play cards, listen to music. We would go to the club. Curtis had a car. (laughs) Kyle Print. That's all we're going to say about that. So we used to, you know, get to the club for free. Damon and Curtis had the best mixed CDs. Hey, shots to Kurt Flirt. I'm like, yo, I just used to want to go to their room and just listen to music. And play cards, play and some this spades. Is, this is back when the music was good music. And don't get it twisted. We ain't talking about rap. You understand? We listened to things like Carl Thomas. And not just the emotional singles. We listened to the whole album. <laughs> Let it bump in the dorm room. You understand me? Yeah. People didn't understand, but they caught on quick, quite it was, quickly. It was, it was good. It was, it was a good space for me to kind of go. So then... End of the first semester I was there, I ended up getting a boyfriend. Boo. So just, just like I'm telling you, don't come to college with a right. boyfriend. I got a boyfriend. The very first <laughs> daggone year. He went crazy. Well, not even just that. I got a boyfriend at the end of my first semester going into the summer. Because remember, I started in the spring. So then we're going in the summer, and I'm going back to St. Louis, and my boyfriend lives in North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> What, so what all that posing me? That was a thing. <laughs> yeah. And we come back to school in the fall and that relationship was what it was for the couple of years that we dated. But then when did you leave? You left. To go back to Maryland? Yes. Unfortunately, after my second year, um, I had to move back to Maryland with my mom. I don't and, think um, that's what you told me. I think back then he told me he was going back to be with his girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> Lies. No. I, I just don't. I know you can't I just don't that, feel like that's feel like not that's something what... I would say. Okay. In Her. my mind, I recall, again, this is umpteen years ago, people, that there was some discussion being held with my mother and she needed me back home to be closer. Okay. That's what we're going with. That's my story. I'm sticking <laughs> to it. I finished my last two years or my next two years. 
um, at the illustrious. Oh, you did not. The no, illustrious. You did not do that. On don't this. get it twisted. Oh my gosh. The illustrious <laughs> HU. No, he did. And for anybody who even decided for a quick second to try to think, is it Hampton? No, it's not. And we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, he finished school. I was still at ANT. One random November, maybe, I would say. I want to say you gave me time to prepare. Mm-hmm. While Damon was still in Maryland, I am in Greensboro still. And he calls me. And at this time, I think I had a house phone. And I don't know how. Wow. <laughs> Listen, we said we wasn't telling the people our ages. <laughs> I don't even know she got a little how bit. you got in touch with me. But when you did. Have my ways, baby. But he got in touch with me and he asked me to come to his job's Christmas party. At this point, don't get it twisted. Well, you've graduated. Well, I've graduated from Howard. Yeah. Um, I'm no longer, no longer. with this yes. uh, girlfriend. Quotes. Yes. Girlfriend. I'm no longer with this girlfriend. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thriving successfully <laughs> as, a, uh, <laughs> as a newly graduate. You know, I got a job. I'm feeling myself a little bit. Feeling myself. So it was time to see what was going on with Kells. So he hit me up and he asked me to go to his job's Christmas party. I've never had a lot of experience dating. I hung out. I might have kicked it. But like dating someone, first, it completely made me absolute nervous and completely caught me off guard. So I'm like, I'm here in North Carolina and you're in Maryland. How am I going to your Christmas party? He's like, I'm going to come and get you. And I was like. Some player stuff. You got to do what you got to do, people. You going to do what? Listen to the intentionality. Hello. Yes, intentional goodness. Early. (laughs) Early in the story. (laughs) So he said he was going to come get me, and he did. He drove. So what what was it? About a four, four and a half? Man, I don't know. I'm going to tell you all this. I had a big old body Ford Explorer at that time. (laughs) Like I said, I was feeling myself, right? Big body Ford Explorer. You're talking about pushing down I-95 from Maryland through Virginia to North Carolina at random times and nights by myself? He did. He came to get me. We drove back to Maryland, did the Christmas party for the weekend. He drove me back to North Carolina. That Monday morning, he, you know, woke up in the middle of the night to drive back to Maryland so he could be at work at 8 o'clock in the morning. I had an amazing time um, on this date. And I was like, okay, this is different. But, you know, it was, we picked back up on like just our vibe that we had when you were right. at ANT. We used to always have a great time with each other. She, she was my boo, y'all. Listen, oh, I mean, the, the story <laughs> skips over the fact that at ANT, Regardless of what y'all just thought y'all heard about a girlfriend and a boyfriend, that she was my boo. We Everybody 18. knew it. We Everybody 18, knew it. We knew it. She was my boo. So then after all of this time, you know, we separated for a little bit. I'm still on your blah, mind. Blah, blah, blah. The point is, that moment I came back to get you and we went all the way back to Maryland. You, you now my boo again. I mean, this is, ain't no date. I don't know nothing about no date. Listen, me personally, I don't know anything about no date. You either mine or you not. So at that point, she was mine again. That was my boo. Well, that was December. So in, for Christmas that year, I was going back to Atlanta where my mom was. And he was like, oh, me and my family were coming to Atlanta to visit my uncle and my aunt. And he was like, you want to come? You can come over and meet everybody. And I'm like, okay. So that's my mom. I did definitely ask my mom, you know, how you feel about me doing this? She's like, it's cool. <laughs> so we go over there. While we were there, they then, like the next day or two days later, they were driving down to Tampa to visit another one of his uncles during the holiday season. And so they were like, you should come with us. And I was like, uh. So y'all hear this, right? Ain't no way <laughs> that, Okay. <laughs> Okay, she asking her mom, grown lady, about traveling with some dude. My family asking about some random girl kicking it with us. But that ain't my boo? Yes, it's my boo. This is the norm of our relationship. This is what started to happen. We traveling. Mm-hmm. We all we in different states, right? So I got to either come to her or she coming to me. We working it out. Yes. Long talks on the phone. Yes. Long trips. In the car, we singing, we, we going places to kick it. So this became our relationship. It did for about almost two years, if you will. Sure, sure. We talked, but there were a lot of things that we did not talk about then. When I when we, you know, look back now or think about it then. We were young. 
we were young. And so in 2007, I crossed. Do you remember? I crossed him, Gamerell. I do. It's already incorporated. I do. Yep. Okay. I broke up with him afterwards. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> It's foolishness. I broke up with him afterwards. I remember one time. I remember your mom called me and she was asking me oh, some questions man. about some stuff. And I'm Listen, like, well, I don't understand why she calling me. I was young. Well, no, you know why? Because she was my boo. I don't know how many times we're gonna <laughs> say this. Listen, if you got my mama calling again, I'm calling. I'm saying rando because we young. My family didn't know my relationships in and out like that during that time, but they knew who kills. They knew this this one girl kept, ain't that who yeah he was yeah they were supposedly and then this ain't yeah we they used know to like a married couple back then too we used to have same cell phone plan all these things anyway <laughs> I told him that you know I was like we don't really talk because when I asked him about whatever his mom called about he didn't really want to go into detail with me and I'm like you I don't see how you can't talk to me you live there I'm living here this is becoming too much and I broke up with him. She was scared to say the truth. She was scared. I could probably admit she that these days. And yes, the communication level for me at that time, mind you, we ain't gonna give y'all our ages, but we keep saying we I was young, care right? About that. I think you can add two and two and figure out how young we were. My communication level at that time, completely different than grown man coop. Well, right? Yeah. So, so we broke up two weeks after we broke up. I called Damon and I was like, I don't want to be broke no more. I mean, broke up anymore. Little spoiled thing. And he was like, okay, Kelly. He was like, but I have to tell you something. Oh, and, no. <laughs> and I said, what do, you, what do you have to tell me? And he was like, I kissed this girl. Uh uh-uh, uh. So what had happened was. <laughs> um, what had happened I mean, was. I guess what had happened was. He kissed the girl. I guess I kissed the girl. And he liked it. I was so spoiled in my 20s. And so I was like, um, oh, you kissed her? I was like, I thought that was just your friend. I don't want to talk to you no more then. Bye. Dang. <laughs> Drama. Dun, dun, dun. You would think that's the end of our story, right? That seems like a good beginning, middle, and everybody <laughs> listening and watching the movie like, oh, my God, no. They didn't end up together. He's foolish. Well, I mean, it could have been. But here we are. So for the next couple of years, we didn't talk. And I did not. I did not have hairs on the brain, guys. I did. He was full fledged in with the girl he kissed. <sighs> and I didn't find this out until we started dating this time around. But you said that one day you were kind of sitting. You want to <laughs> you want to give listen. that? Okay. So, yes, the girl that I kissed. Um, I ended up in a full-fledged, um, committed relationship. I know I just said I didn't have Kels on the brain, right? But there were at least one time I can wholeheartedly remember. And even the, the woman that I was with at the time, she was aware of it because I, I couldn't hide it. I was chilling somewhere. I literally got stuck. So I was just sitting. I think I was supposed to be watching TV. And I ended up looking at the wall in my whole mind went to Kelly and it went to just thinking about the times we had, thinking about her personality, thinking about where I was at the time. And it wasn't that I was so unhappy where I was, but I just started thinking about happiness prior. Um, I started thinking about Kelly and I legit stepped out of myself and said, Hey man, you got to make a decision because you kind of stuck at the moment. Um, and I was literally sitting there, hand on my head, like somebody just presented this ultimatum in front of you and you got to pres- uh, give an answer. Um, so I'll never forget that. And, and I know you guys are like on the edge waiting. Oh, is that what happened? Nope. I definitely said no. I definitely said nope. The gentleman in me, in my mind, I guess, the right thing was I supposed to continue with my current committed relationship that's what i've been in that's what i've committed to and um that's what i decided right but I, i'll never forget how like was that god's first sign for me to say all right before you get too old and you get too tied down and you get too committed i guess i'm trying to put something in your path that i know is for you 
I already have the plan laid out, right? What you're supposed to be in, and I'm I'm trying to knock on your head a little bit better, to say better talk to the people to say wake up mm. and make the right decision, and I and 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 I didn't, and I didn't go that way. Um, mm. I made whatever right decision I thought was at the time, which was to stay in your committed relationship. Yes. So then, fast forward 2009. We saw each other a couple times because I came to Maryland, the D.C. area. We ran into each other, um, I believe, at the club one time. Sure. There was a moment of maybe, but then it was like, well, no, you, you, you got your thing going on. I, I just need to stay away from that. And I remember going to St. Louis for Christmas that year. And my very first love, who was also my best friend at the time, one of my best friends at the time, for some reason, that particular Christmas, it was like, we're going to try to be together. Like, we're going to stop this thing that we had since I was 14 years old and he was 16. I remember March of 2010, Damon called me and I said, I have to give my relationship an opportunity just like you gave yours an opportunity. Man, listen. So I can't talk to you anymore. What's the word? Misconnections? Is that how they say it? I feel like it was a movie or something where you just could not it right people it was always never the right time we couldn't get it right and this you know i am gonna throw the, the year out there right everything started at a&t in 2002 Two. Mm-hmm. so this is what we talking about y'all she just said we still trying to connect in 2010 this was 2002 right <laughs> um so you know that's that's where the story i mean stopped really between you yes, and i absolutely because from there we didn't talk for what eight years yeah, yeah um like yeah. eight years there you go go by within that eight years i so i did i got married to my first love who is also the father of my children well and ding 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 clearly i ended up getting married oh, as yes. well to that committed relationship i was just telling y'all about I yes. tried, again thinking i'm doing the right decision i continued with that thing and um i also got married Yes. Um, when I married, I um, gained a bonus daughter. So I do have hey. a bonus daughter who is 22. and Who's 22 now? She was nine at the time. Then I had my two girl and a boy who's now 10 and now eight. My experience in the marriage and becoming a mother um, what's my experience? I, I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to use this space to kind of talk about that right now. Um, but it is a story to tell. Right. I was married at 27 and there's a lot of things that I know now that I did not know when I got married at 27. And I would say the same for him. And I think that um, had we been a little less ignorant with what it takes to actually be in a marriage. Um, we may not have gotten married. Sure, sure. Because we were saying, oh, let's just kind of date. You come out here to North Carolina, we date for a little bit, you finish school, maybe two years from now we get married. Right. But again, you go back to us being from a religious background, we were told by certain parties, hey, you guys need to, If you, he was specifically told, if you're going to move down there, you need to move down there and marry her. Um, and that was from his side, not sense. my side. That makes sense. And that's what he did. That makes sense. Um, immediately we had issues, which was weird because we had been friends, like I said, since I was 14. He, sure. was a, he was a good safe space for me for some of the things that I dealt with growing up. Sure. And I, I, ultimately I lost a friend in, right. in my marriage to him versus, you know, being able to maintain our friendship. Yeah, fair enough. Um. But we, you know, we still are connected because we have our children. Absolutely. I think for me, um, with my prior marriage, I'm going to sum it up just from my side, um, a maturity level. For me, it was definitely a maturity level that I was not prepared for at that moment. Good relationship, good person, good life. But my maturity mentality, was not that of a husband that was ready to be in a committed marriage for life. You dated longer than you were married. We definitely dated way longer than we were married, right? So we were having a good time. 
Uh, we were having a good time. We were building a good life. Um, of course, throughout the relationship, there are things that you notice, that you see, that you experience, that I feel like all of us can say in a relationship that you skip over. You might deal with it. You might not deal with it. You might put something to it, but you ultimately skip over it in order to keep going with the relationship. And I feel like we did that a lot, or at least I did that a lot. <laughs> but I knew that I was still committed to this person. I was still ready to take that next, next step. And so we did. It was not too long after we got married that I decided that that's not where I believe I should be. There were situations that happened that validated that. There were situations that happened that when you step into your truthfulness, right? If I'm being truthful and honest, there were situations that said, you, you, you're not going to be committed. You're, you haven't been committed fully like you should be for a marriage and you're not going to be fully committed to this relationship. A lot of that has to do with your mentality. A lot of that has to do with your maturity and a lot of that has to do with just your actions. And so I decided that, okay, this is, uh, I don't think this is where I should be at. Yes. And for me, I'm just be 100% transparent because that's what I believe um, this space is meant for. I reached out to Damon. So here we go. <laughs> here we go. Honestly, because I wanted some attention. Now, mind you, we had not spoken since 2009. So right. I did not have any way to contact him. We were not friends on social media. <laughs> I think I was blocked on social media because if he was on there, I couldn't find him. Yeah, I, listen, and I did. So, and I did because, again, that, it was tempting. that uh, maturity yeah. mentality, <laughs> I, I wasn't able to resist naturally. Right. So I had to take actions to Listen, stay committed. So, no, I wasn't thinking about do. no Kales, guys. I was not nope. thinking about Kales or at least not trying to. <laughs> so I I wanted some attention. I wanted to feel good. I wanted to smile. Um, I had got to a point of loneliness and depression a little bit in my previous situation. Um, and I don't blame that solely on him I mean he had his parts in it but you know I also take responsibility for things that I did or could have done for myself and being just um like Damon just said being completely truthful to myself on who I wanted to be and how we aligned and in that relationship as a sidebar which is something we can talk about on you know as episodes to come I definitely learned that being equally yoked in a relationship was not just about do we both believe in God? Sure. And I learned so much from that, um, which honestly, had I known that it it is kind of unfair to he and I that we even decided to because we would never really I don't think be able to give each other what we really, really wanted because right. we see things differently on how you move forward in life. So either way, I have my beautiful kids. So I Wanted some attention. Mm. And I found Damon on LinkedIn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Okay, so pause. Pause for the commercial. For anybody who doesn't know what LinkedIn is, <laughs> let me just put my commercial voice on for y'all. LinkedIn is not a uh, social media account like Facebook or Instagram. You know, it, it, the, those options weren't available at the time right mm -hmm. and you know you got a million of them out here right you got snapchat and all of that uh none of those were available so my lady over here goes <laughs> digging through the digging. crates of how to find communication with this man let me take you back to the beginning you do know your boy coop was a uh thriving, thriving successful graduate oh this dude here from Howard University is absolutely ridiculous. School of Business. Oh my gosh! So in comes LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a website app platform. We for know what LinkedIn is. Business professionals <laughs> um, is basically where to host your resume and find jobs. So let me let me say that one more time. 
is where you host your resume <laughs> and you find jobs. They just so happen to have a messaging aspect of their platform. Who's up there trying to cake and flirt? It wasn't. And all of that. I didn't cake or flirt. So the point is. Did I cake or flirt? The point is she reached out. However, <laughs> who's checking LinkedIn on a daily basis? <laughs> not me. I already had a job. I'm not on there. It was just, you know, the back pocket thing. But I'm sitting at my job one day. I'm in Florida sitting at my desk, bored to death. <laughs> I'm bored to death and I'm on this computer and something said, well, you can't get on too many things on this work computer. You might as well look at your LinkedIn and see what people are doing or yada, yada, yada. I go to LinkedIn and here is this message sitting there. And, you know, you can see who it comes from. And I'm, I had to double take. I said, does this say Kelly? I said, wait a minute. I'm peeking around, making sure ain't nobody looking at me. I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, am I missing something? It was me. Okay. Dun, 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 wait for it. Why do I open it up? The message solely says, yo. Yo, period. Period. Y-O, period, period. send. Send. I said, what? <laughs> I'm freaking out at work, y'all. I'm thinking something's going on. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what to feel. Everything started rushing in real quick. <laughs> I think I literally took a minute. I think I popped up. And I walked around the office for a little bit. I think I went and got something I to drink. I can imagine you doing that. And then I came back and I sat down and I looked at it again. This was like two weeks later, though, after I sent it. Was it? Yeah. It, it was, was about while. two weeks. Well, no. I'm sorry. When I saw, when the, message, saw the message, you had. Yeah. Yeah. It was two right. weeks later. You saw the message yeah. two weeks after I sent it. And so uh, I sat back down, y'all. And um, in my mind, it said, respond. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it was like a very hesitant, if you can imagine it being on the phone, but it was through Messenger. Uh, hey, what's up? <laughs> he responded back, and we spoke that day for the rest of the day. I definitely didn't work the rest <laughs> of that day. Listen to me, guys. I definitely did not work the rest of the day. The way my office was set up, they had like a little outside patio thing outside of the, the offices. I definitely got the phone number out of the messenger, and I went on that patio and called, and we talked. And we talked. And we talked not on some come on and be with me type, yeah, right? No, no, we no. talked on some why are you popping up out the blue <laughs> 1,800 years later, and what are you doing, and how are you doing, Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but it was so good to hear her voice. It was so good for it to open my mind back up to some pure joy. And uh the rest is <laughs> history. As they say is history or where we are right now. <laughs> yes. So we talked and talked and we haven't stopped talking since. Um when Damon decided to move to texas right, right i forgot all about the rest of our story here right <laughs> so that's the beginning of the noun story you know to make it a long and short uh we talk and we talk and we talk and we talk and we did and we talk but as you know i'm in maryland if you didn't know she has now relocated to texas we're, we're gonna come i said we was gonna come back to that right <laughs> texas guys you you do understand that i said i was an east coast guy and she's from st louis who in Texas? <laughs> I, oh, so I, I could have said that in my previous. I ended up in Texas because I had a job at the time. When I promoted, I did apply to promote in North Carolina, and they offered me to go to South Carolina, back to St. Louis, mm -hmm. or Texas, okay. and I chose Texas. All of that's great. She's in Texas, guys. <laughs> I'm still in Maryland. Um, but we talking, and we talking. And the long and short of it is... um. This decisions were made. Decisions, decisions were made. Decisions were made. Um, as I told y'all a second ago, I had decided that um, I, I wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, and um, I made that decision. I made the decision. Um, filed for divorce. My divorce went through. Thankfully, without a hitch. And 
same. Um, same here. He moved here. Remember, I still had children. Um, we did have a lot of conversations about um, did he want his own biolog- biological children? Nope. And Let's just put that right there. We decided. It's a big N-O, guys. Yes, because there was no way we could be together if he wanted a kid because I wasn't having any more. And I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> um, Not that I don't like kids or anything, guys. Don't get it twisted. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. I um, love these kids. He sure does. And they love him. We we basically started dating and he moved here. We began our journey of togetherness. Damon used to always say, We are one. We are one. <laughs> and we are one. I mean, this was before he ever proposed to me. He dated me. He took me out. I had not been out on a regular basis and just had pure fun like that in such a long time and it was one of those things that connected us music dancing um having a good time and it, it was it, it was I, it felt good it was good it was good it to felt say the least, so it was good, good. it was like nice. this has to be what, what it's supposed to it's be. supposed to be and in 2020, he asked me to marry him. Make it official. Let's make it official. <laughs> hey, he asked me to marry him. I said yes, of course. In 21, my cousin was having a vow renewal. My right, brother right. was getting married. Right. So we pushed it to 2022. 2022. And in 2022, March 25th, 2022, we married. 325. So technically, we still newlyweds. This is supposed to be only after the first year, but <laughs> I still feel like we fresh in this thing, right? We are. Although, to sum it all up, you heard the history. Are we, though? Are we really fresh, or is it just on paper fresh, right? Either way, it's official as of 325-2022. That's my boo for real now. <laughs> yes. After all of that, I can say that's now my boo. And yes. so we, we take all of that history, guys. We, we wanted to let you know our story. We wanted to let you know who we are, where we come from, what our history is, what our experiences have been. And we're looking forward to continuing our journey together through this on paper fresh, but really just continuing a long story of, of just happiness and joy between the two of us. And just taking our experiences through all of that happiness, joy, pain, pain, drama, <laughs> hurt, yes. conflict, happiness, mm-hmm. joy, experiences, all of lessons that, that everybody goes through. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to share with you guys. We want y'all to share with us. We're going to share with you. We're going to try to give a few little tips, a few little suggestions, a few little tidbits some advice, ask questions, just an open conversation (laughs) that maybe you can take something and either help or strengthen better, save something that's going on with you and your relationship. Yes. And I can honestly say that for me, it is so important to me for us to have this platform and this space because I always used to say, I'm never going to get a divorce. I'm not going to get married to sure. get a divorce. I didn't have children until after I got married because I was always, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to have a broken home and family for my kids. And because that happened, there's a lot of lessons that I learned. There's a lot of experiences that I've gone through where, you know, how to, how our grandparents or how our moms would say, just keep on living. And so as I have I lived know. some, I now have something to contribute and some wisdom to provide to either those that's coming under me. But I'm also looking for this space to be a space where we can learn from. I think it's a great opportunity for us to do something together, to stay connected with each other. Intentionally. And I also think that it'd be dope to hear from other people if they either have experienced what we've experienced. I just want to be able to learn from others and others learn from us. For sure. That's for sure. The, the, the key behind everything is to be intentional. What, what we're trying to do is just stay together on purpose. So, again, we welcome you all to Intentional Connections. 
Make sure to check out this podcast every Thursday, dropping on all podcast streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music, Google, Amazon. We're out there. We out there. And you can also follow us on social media at Together On Purpose. That's the number two, Together On Purpose. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also go to our website at www.togetheronpurpose.com. And that's the number two, getheronpurpose.com. We are looking forward to sharing this experience with you. We hope you enjoy your week. Thank you.